You're listening to the two dumb users. Better luck next time, fuckboy. Welcome, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the two dumb yinzers coming from deep, deep, deep inside of your mom's basement. Uh, it's, a, it's a brand new week. How you doing today, Michael? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good, good, good. Oh, good. It is Monday, Monday morning. Everybody feels great on Monday morning, right? Yes. I. I how can you not? Especially since, you know, I don't have to work Monday, so I'm doing fucking fantastic. That works, man. That works. Uh, Mike, a lot of sports to talk about from over the weekend. There was Ooh, Penguins, yeah. there was Pitt basketball. We got national championship tonight. But the first thing, Mike, the first thing, of course, we have to talk about. <laughs> yes. Is Steeler football. Steeler Ooh, football. Yes. How can you not start there? Uh, Steelers, of course, they played their last uh, regular season game yesterday at home against yes. the Cleveland Browns. The hapless Browns work their way down the turnpike. <laughs> they take a two-hour drive. They get down here. Mike, I got a couple funny things I want to tell you before before I get started on this. All right. All right, so you know that we, through our research, <laughs> excuse me, we found out recently that this, the Browns have not won a division. They have not won their division since the late 80s, 1989. Mm -hmm. Check these things out, Mike. Um, the Browns also... The Browns also haven't swept the Steelers since 1988. What? Here's one more. Here's one for you. The Browns haven't finished better than the Steelers in 30 years. That's insane. That is not only insane, that is the Browns, everybody. The Cleveland Browns, just in case you just in case you forget and think that they're an actual real team, go back and look at some numbers they'll prove the numbers will prove that this is not a real team this is a division three college team in my opinion you know the, the browns mike are so stupid to me and you want to know why baker why? mayfield was probably the best thing that happened to them in decades yes um and here's the thing cleveland wants to win a championship <laughs> you gotta somewhere crawl before you walk you can't go from being born to retiring over overnight and this is what they're trying to do. They, they bring in the Odell Beckham Juniors and Deshaun Watsons and mm -hmm. this guy. You got to crawl before you walk. They, there's no medium ground. There's no middle ground for the Cleveland Browns. They no. went straight from you know infancy to trying to retire. And it's like you have to. There's a process you have to build. Yeah. And the, the thing that really irritates me about them, like I, I think if they would have kept Baker Mayfield around, I think that they would have done better and they would have eventually got better as a team. Uh, they, they just are so quick to throw up the hands and say, oh, well, this isn't working. Well, yeah, now you're 300 quarterbacks down the list and it still isn't working. At some point, you have to stay with a guy that has a little bit of potential yeah, and, and work with them and try to make it happen. But they, they don't do that. This team, the team is, it's not frustrating to me, but it's got to be. It's got to be frustrating to those fans up there in Cleveland. It, it has to be because like you said, like they had, was Baker Mayfield like the best quarterback in the league? No, but he was, he was well above average. Well above serviceable. Yeah. <clears throat> you you saw like a oh, last year and the year before how well you know just run run the ball run the ball use him for play act play actions get him out of the pocket. You know he he was leading that team you know to victories and he busted up his shoulder and then they want to make him into a throwing quarterback. They they messed up last year. They gave up entirely way too much for Deshaun Watson. It, like he was nothing special since he came back. It just I, I I don't know what they're trying to do up there. Like it's like it's like they don't want. To, yeah, I understand. Like you know, they've been a, they've been back since what? Like ninety eight. When did they come back? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yes, yeah, so you did. They've been back three for years. Yes. Yeah, they've been back for what twenty four years now. Mm -hmm. And I, I I understand you know wanting to do something 
now that you've been back that long, but you still, you have pieces in place, build around them, build around them, build around them. You still have to take small baby steps because you're not that they weren't that close to where they could have made those big splashes. And then, okay, that's what you needed that one or two guys to get you over the top. Yeah. Cause we saw what Odo Beckham did when he went to the Rams. He was a key catalyst of that team down the stretch last year when they won Super Bowl. He was on his way to be Super Bowl MVP till he got hurt. So that was a, you know, he was a good player to get, but you didn't need him. Browns didn't need him. No, they needed other players in other positions. And they just, as a, if I was, I, I feel bad for their fans, but I don't feel bad for the organization. You're right. It's because the way, the way they did things, they're, they're just, it makes no sense what they're doing up there. It's consistent. I mean, you know, they're, they're consistent in the, in the bad doings that they do. It isn't like uh, every once in a while they do something and you're like, oh, fuck. This team is is consistently um, stupid. Yeah, yeah. It's like they. It's like I. I don't know what they're trying to do. Mike, you're it, my fan at all. I. I hear nothing on your end. Okay. Except for your soothing voice. And my yeah, my heavy breathing, my my wheezing. <sighs> I thought you were just excited to see me. My wheezing. I was on the couch the other day, and I was with my son, and uh, I, I was doing one of my wheezes, <laughs> and he goes, he goes, what was that? I go, what was what? And he goes, it sounded like a door open. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me dying. It's just me dying. It's just me wheezing over here. You're, you sound like a Browns fan. Yeah. Like trying to figure out what the hell they're doing. Um, so the, the Steelers did it. They, in fact, they won that game yesterday, Mike, 28-14. to yes. 14. It was a pretty impressive game. I thought maybe one of the better games they played all year. If this team could only hype themselves up for football games for 17 different times in a season – they would be okay because there was times in the first half of the season that they didn't even look like they were they wanted to be there. Of course, so much happened this year, and you know I, I can't fairly say that because you know there was a lot of different things going on. Yeah. But did you notice the last three games? Even even since Atlanta, since um you know when when Cam Hayward and and Connor Hayward they did it for their dad and Connor scored a touchdown. Ever since that point, they found a way to get emotional, and then to the Raiders game with the Franco Harris, and then to the Ravens game, and then into this one. This emotion, this level that they get to, Mike, it's it, it, it's very impressive. And if only there's a way to tap into this 17 different times a year, because you know what, I, I think that they would go a long way. This defense over the season, you know, as we said earlier, if, if our offense was playing better, our defense would be one of the better defenses. Oh in the yeah. League. It seems like we're giving up a lot because we're not getting a lot, so it just seems a lot closer, tighter. But if you go down and look at these scores, Mike, they didn't give up a whole bunch of points. They didn't, you know, with the exception of two, two maybe three games, they did not give up a bunch of points as defense. They, they, you know what? They held it down. They really did hold it down, and we went at them, you know, all season long because we wanted them to do a little bit better. And, and naturally, they had to because of everything going on. Yeah. But the, uh, you know, the defense. I thought, you know, when I sat back yesterday and I thought about it, we got twenty different interceptions. We have, yeah. you know, a, a guy with fourteen and a half sacks, another guy with ten and a half sacks. You have, um, uh, you know, the, the whole way down. I mean, the, the the defense really did a good job, and as spotty as they were, the big stars like Cam Hayward and a couple of guys like that, mm -hmm. they still, like I said, ended out with good numbers. And at the end of the day, you know, when the games counted, whenever I mean, they all count, but yesterday, the big game, who came forth? Cam Hayward. Can you please talk yourself into playing like this more than once a season? That would be great. That, that would be great. Like, you know, this, he's one of the most inconsistent star players I've ever seen in my life. Like, you don't know what game in, game out, you don't know what Cam Hayward you were getting. No. I mean, don't. he looked like he could be compared to Aaron Donald yesterday. If you would take that man and uh -huh. compare it with what he said in preseason, yeah. I'd have no problem believing it. Me too. But unfortunately, but... we had 15 other games to watch. Yeah. Yeah. He like very rarely he had a couple games where he played like that. And then for the most part, it's been typical Clam Hayward. Like, where is he? Where is this guy? And then after the game, you hear him talking, you know, all this stuff. like, Oh, you know, everyone just needs to play better, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, how about how about you just play the way you can, game in, game out? And you know, you would be that player everyone thinks you are. Yeah. And I, also, Mike, 
also the, the Steelers with Watt in the lineup. Now we're talking defense a little bit. The Steelers were eight and two this season with mm -hmm. uh, TJ Watt in a lineup and one and six, one and six yeah. without TJ Watt in the lineup. Again, you really have to take the schedule and break it down into pieces because it's not that simple. It's not that plain. Yeah. It's not that drawn out. <laughs> take the situations we had with mm -hmm. quarterbacks in the first four games and then the second four games, you're getting your Buffaloes, you're getting your Philadelphia, you're getting all the. So, I mean, you really got to break the team down to understand what that, what that means exactly. However, if you look at the numbers playing out, with Watt, eight and two, without yeah. Watt, one and six. But even in those games, okay, he got hurt after the first game. The second game, we lose by three. Next game against yeah. the Browns, lose by 12, but there was that fluke touchdown yeah. in there. Literally so, lost, by, lost by about six if you take yeah, that off. Lost by four against the Jets. Mm -hmm. Okay. Blown out against the Bills. Blown out against one of the best teams in the league. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't expect uh, that any sucks. different. That sucks, but okay. Uh, we beat Buccaneers by two. Lose by six to the Dolphins. This yeah. juggernaut. Early in the year, where they were, they were scoring the at, they were scoring at will. The defense held them to sixteen points. Then you're blown out against, you know, the Eagles, one of the best teams in the league. And you know what? I wouldn't expect so they're, anything they're different defense, from those two yeah. games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you go back and look at the last couple seasons when we played the uh, the elite teams, we did get our asses beat against Kansas City in the regular season, against Kansas City in the postseason. You know, when we played those teams, we're just not ready to play that caliber of team yet. No, so those no, two games did not surprise me. No. You take them two games out, I mean, you don't have a bad season. No, you don't. And for the way like this team started out in the preseason, when we saw that that line in that opener against Jacksonville in the preseason, like, oh my God, we're not going to win anything. Yeah. The, way the defense, the defense didn't play well in the preseason either. So it was, you know, all in all, like this team actually finished up where I predicted nine and eight, because I had what eight and nine, nine and eight, ten and ten and seven, somewhere in that range. So. This team is what they are. You know, you just lost your Hall of Fame quarterback. But we saw what this team did the year before. Did they really improve that much in the offseason? No, you you signed Mason Cole, uh, James Daniels, hoping that they would improve the line. And James Daniels, he, he, he was the best free agent signing we've had in the offseason. Trubisky was, yeah, he underperformed, but he came in, like, once he came in off the bench, he, we, okay, he became a, he was a better backup than a starter. We have a rookie quarterback that you, I don't know for me, the book's still out on, but okay, this team for what they did, they end up having one more win than they did last year. After we lost our best, we lost in the, the hall of fame quarterback. We really didn't upgrade anywhere on offense. Right. Like there the were Pickens, no real big pit. Well, yeah. Pickens. I mean, you get rid of clay point. You had Pickens. Yeah. I think that's a step up for but, sure. But going into the season, everyone thought, okay, Claypool, look, if he's going to progress the way we think he is, he's going to be here. And he didn't reach that. So we got rid of him. Like, Oh, great. Now what you're down to like, you we literally had one receiver this year yeah that you can count on absolutely you know, one you know one our running receiver. back was hurt we we thought he was going to be a bust but it turns out you know hey that's what happens when you run with a lead plate in your foot in your boot mike not yes. only not only did he have a good season he's the first in franchise history Najee harris is the first in franchise history to run for back-to-back 1000 -back yard seasons to start their career in there we go we need i, I just want to say we need that qualifier because franco harris did have six thousand year back-to-back -back seasons oh yeah no he did six their, years start their career yeah start their career which normally i would laugh at because you're playing 16 games to get a thousand yards like 60 some yards now 17 you're under 50 yards a game but the way he started it is quite an accomplishment. And the way that line started to, it's quite a, it's a nice little accomplishment. You next year though, next year though, he needs to rush in that like 1250 to 1500 yard range. And he should still be splitting time with Jalen Warren. But by then he should be breaking off longer runs. He, I tell you what, I, so he needs to take that next step. Next somebody year. did comment that on something that we posted and they had said that, you know, I mean, is it really an accomplishment anymore to get a thousand yards as a running back? I think that the thousand yards is the beginning level of you saying that you have a successful season. I could, I, I think mm -hmm. that if you get a thousand, it was successful. I mean, you know, whether it's 60, 50 yards, whatever it is, that's still that first level. If you're going to go above and beyond. If you're going to get 1200 to 1500 or whatever, that's just a higher level of success. I still don't think that, that you could take away from a guy for a thousand yards. Again, that, yeah. that's a good, that's a solid season. You want yeah. that from your guy, and there's still yeah. a lot of guys that don't get that out there. Well, so I, I'd want that I, more. I just think it's, it's the entry level of having a successful yeah. season. Well, you but you have to look at you can't just look at the stats. You have to look at everything going into it. Say so the way the offensive line played beginning half of the year. Though his injury was not the best. You know, if he, he was healthy all year, and we had a decent line. He, he, he got yeah, twelve hundred yards. He would have twelve. Yeah, around there. Um, he finished seven 
seven rushing touchdowns, three receiving. So 10 on the year. It's a good year for you. He kind of what I want a little bit more, but compared to what, what we thought was going to happen. What was going to happen. Yeah. You have to change. You can't just, your expectations have to change throughout the year and, and they have to change with the circumstances, the facts, the evidence, everything has to change. So be it, you know, have to look at everything. You can't just look at everything in a vacuum. You have to look at it fluidly. So it yeah. wasn't a bad year. I next year though, if this is what happens next year, then I'm going to be worried. Cause if he's coming in hurt again, that that's a pattern. That's not a good pattern to have. We are, we went nine and eight this season. We won four in a row to finish out the season seven and two since the bye week. I, 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 for one am content with the way that it went. And I think, you know, we were talking about predictions. I think I nailed that in the head on the head. Also, when I pulled a crystal ball out earlier and I, I, I broke down these last seven, these nine games. And I, and I, I don't believe that any of my guesses were wrong. You could go back and check me on that. But I, I think that I finished, I said, finished seven and two, one of the Baltimore games we're going to lose. And then either against the Browns or the Bengals, yeah. we we're going to lose one of them. And we did. So this team, like they did like, and, and like you said, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's easy to go back and do this, but pre by, was three games that we could have definitely won. We lost by three points. We lost by mm-hmm. four points. We lost by six points to AFC East teams that we needed to at least just win one. If we would have won one of them. It'd be a whole different story. We'd be playing next yeah. weekend. And then the two, the Buffalo and the Philadelphia game. You know what? I don't care who's in quarterback. Like I said, you know, the past couple of years, we're just not at that elite level yet. We no. got our asses kicked against the, uh, the, the, the Chiefs. And uh, I think the Chiefs before that, maybe in the regular season, something. there was a couple of times we got our asses kicked. So I, you know what? At the end of the day, Tallman gets his record. He never has a, a losing record. We finished nine, and eight. the only thing that stinks about it is Joe Flacco is so much of a schlub. He couldn't help us get into the playoffs. But you know what? It's kind of our fault too. So let's start building. We have good things to build off of. The way we finished this season, we got the draft coming up. For some god unknown reason, Matt Canada is still employed by the Pittsburgh Steelers. But once he's gone, we could. Maybe I, add- I don't think he's gone. The don't, offense, don't. you you can't you can't blame him for the way the offense produced in the first half of the season, but then say, hey, the offense improved the second half. He goes hand in hand, and I I, I guarantee you, I they fire don't, him. They if don't. I they was... don't. I guarantee you, they don't want to give the quarterback to offensive coordinators in two years. I fire him if I was the guy, but I'm not the guy. However, if you come back with somebody with a, with a little bit more experience and uh, pedigree, yeah. I think things just start getting better and getting better, moving in the right direction. I am not. I am not so upset about the way this season finished out. I'm kind of. I'm kind of relieved in a sense. Do I want to continue to watch my team play? Yes, of course. I, I want to watch them play all the time. But like I said, it wasn't. It wasn't the worst season ever. There's teams out there that have no. a lot worse than we do. And yeah. one of them, Mike, I'm going to kind of cross ship a little bit and talk about one of the teams that have a little bit worse than us. It's the Chicago Bears, Mike. The Chicago Bears with uh, Chase Claypool, who just didn't get the opportunity to um, show his skills and his talents here in Pittsburgh. So he goes to Chicago, where that's all going to change. It's going to be bright lights and, and big receivers. Mike, he had two catches yesterday for 29 yards and another loss. Now that's seven. They're 0-7 since Chase, mm-hmm. Chase Claypool goes to Chicago. They He has 18 catches in that a period of time, 140 yards and zero touchdowns. Mike, we couldn't have um, we couldn't have made a better move. The, the, the move that we made to get that second-round draft pick was a stroke of genius yes. at the time. Omar Khan is already proving to be a better GM than um, Kevin Colbert. You know what? If you late stage, move, late late stage Kevin Colbert, he's better than late stage. That that's uh, you know we're picking thirty second overall. We pick eighteen thirty two and then like what fifty fifty one. 17 32 49 and 80 four picks in the first three rounds. I I thought we I thought we ended up with the eighteenth because the Lions won. Uh, I don't know. It's like it, it, you know you know everything still needs settled with an, yeah yeah. Either so way, we're pick, we're picking we're shit. picking all right. You know seventeen eighteen. You're still going to get a good player there. You're still going to get a, you, there's still going to be a good offensive lineman there, a good cornerback. Some of the top corners are still there. They're they're not projected to start coming off until the second until the later part of that draft anyway. That I've seen already, like fifteenth through thirty two is when the corners are starting to come off. So you can snag a good that corner. Thirty two is technically a first round pick because of the Dolphins. No, we don't have the fifth year option on that pick though. That's the key. But isn't the Dolphins losing a pick? Dolphins losing the pick, yeah. So technically well, that moves like us the, to 32, which makes 30, it a first round pick technically. It, yeah, it's still first pick of the second round. However, it's the 32nd pick, which would always yeah, be I know. Uh, okay. I know, but we but but we but the important thing is with that pick, we do not have that 50 year option on that player, which is the key thing with the first round pick. Because if they have a good year, you can exercise that option and you're and they're stuck, they can't go anywhere. Yeah. 
fifth round. Right, I didn't, you know, I understand where everyone's coming from, but that you, you have to remember that key distinction there. That that, that however, five, five years from now is a long way. We could hate the person. We could have a Deontay That's true. Johnson, or you can you love the player. Any, you can have touchdowns like a, this season, Mike. I, I just you don't know true. what you're gonna get. And uh, you know, I I hope that this all works out. I hope the draft. We we need a cornerback. We need offensive tackle we need defensive linemen we need maybe a receiver oh yeah they're um, definitely a receiver so i mean there's definitely things that we need in getting those four picks within the first 80 of the draft that's going to help us big time and then i believe we have, have two to hit on all after that correct Six you have all to together hit, this year you have to hit on all of those uh, all of those picks um i believe yeah because i know we traded a pick here and there um oh god hold on I'm having trouble typing. There we go. Oh my god! I've changed my setup and I can't type. I can't move anything. Um, God forbid I actually get a list of their actual picks when I type in list. Shut up! <laughs> I fucking hate you. Oh my god. Like you can't find anything. They just everyone just wants to write an article about how they have the 32nd overall pick. That's a second first round pick. No, it's not. It's fucking pissing me off. Oh. I I am so annoyed right now. Well, Mike's talking. Here we uh, go. We have a you good? First two seconds, a third, a fourth, a fifth, and two seventh round picks. But oh, there are still rounders. compensatory picks that need to be worked out, but we tend to get screwed on them, so I don't think we're going to get any Mike, is there anybody? Let me ask you this. I, I read something earlier this morning where they had said in the article that we could take, if there was anybody that we would be interested in 1 through 12 and take our picks and trade to somebody to work our way to the top, is there anybody that we would be that serious about, we'd want that bad to actually make that kind of move? getting somebody Ooh. between one and 12 there's a couple stud um defensive linemen mm -hmm. i just don't know how well they would fit in three four um the one that i'm seeing right now a lot of people projecting uh Sika Ika. he's the defensive tackle out of, i think washington big body guy he keep hearing about him yes yeah like they're projecting him as the, the 32nd overall pick the people before us i think i i don't know if they would fit well in the three four defense i think they're more suited for four three but my god if you can get one of like those big de-tackle and defensive tackles that have a body type and the athleticism to play the end position out in a three four i you see trade up and grab one yeah or, i just i like at this point in the stage of the game for the sealers they're still kind of in a rebuild i want to keep those picks yeah and right you're gonna get so you're gonna get too. good players because this draft is there's some good players in this draft I mean, in the first 50, you're getting, you know, you have a choice between the first best 49 players. If you're, you know, you're getting, what is it? Yeah, four out of the, yeah, you're, you're, we have some good, good draft picks. So, I mean, that's, that's great potential. Like I said, you're getting them first round caliber guys. Those guys tend to always work out for you. Them guys are usually game ready. And, um, hope you know, so. we you hope so. And we could plug in, you know, you're, you're right. But you know what, like, like you said, Edgar, like these first, the, Sika, the, the lineman. So much great stuff coming from I, I I just keep hearing and hearing more about him. I, I'm just he, it's hard to have I, like is that 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 two down player still still viable in the NFL today? Right. He, is he gonna be able to play all three downs? Because I don't know. It's still still more of a pass happy league, even though it kind of seems to be coming down a little bit. Teams are running a little bit more, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But you have to hit those first three picks. Have to hit. Your first and your two seconds have to hit. And they have to be plug and play players. They need to be able to start right away. None of this. All we need. Oh, we'll be maybe be ready in the half of the season or next year. They'll be ready. None of that Kevin Colbert bullshit. They need to be ready to play right now. Because every if, be if I can watch thirty other team, thirty one other teams draft first round picks and they play right away, <laughs> high second round picks they play right away. Why right. can't the fucking Steelers do that? Shit, we could all. Yeah, I, yeah. I know. Like I, I'm not trying to be a, like a negative Nelly here, but this what this what needs to happen. They need yeah. if this team needs to, wants to take that next step to get into that in, into those teams that are right below. I mean, look at this Buffalo, guy. Kansas City. You need you need starters right look away. At this guy. I mean, you know who who fell in a good 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 example for that that we could have certainly fell in was Malik Willis down in Tennessee, Tennessee. Yeah. Now he Mike, you know, 18 games, 17 games in the season, he wasn't ready. 
to no, he's step a project. behind center. He's a project. So I mean, you know, that that that's the kind of thing that you're dealing with when you're 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 going for that guy. Because here's the thing: when he gets good enough, once he learns that team, he's going to be the guy. He's going to be tough to stop. He's a, mm-hmm. he, he's a running quarterback. He could throw. But like you said, these are things that you're battling with. And you know, Steelers, we 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 we're used to winning, rebuilding pretty quick, and getting back on track. Mm-hmm. So who's them guys going to be? Joey Porter Jr. I think Joey Porter Jr. Now I'm not a draft expert, and I don't yeah. look into it like you do. So my my thought would be, I mean, this guy is one of the top corners in the league. You know, his dad was, he a, is. was, was an All Pro. So I I you know, depending on who's looking for a cornerback in the draft, that kind of worries me because I I like him and I like to have him on our team. But, um, you know, I, I think that other people might be looking at him as well, Mike. Uh, yeah, there are. Um, there's there's some really good corners in this draft. Um, pulling it up now. So, like, the top 10 right now, it's from back in December 20th, but uh, Deontay Banks out of Maryland. Um, God forbid. Oh, it's a clickbait article. Here we go. Hold on. Julian Brent out of Kansas. Eli Ricks out of Alabama. He's intriguing. Uh, Donovan Witherspoon out of Illinois, Emmanuel Forbes, Mississippi State. Cam Smith is one that now he seems to be rising up in the I don't draft. Know if I can take any more cams on this team, <laughs> Cam Smith out of South Carolina, Clark Phillips the third out of Utah, Joey Porter Jr. is right now ranked number three. Uh, Maybe that'll work out nice for us then. Yeah, uh, Keely Ringo from Georgia. He he's yeah he's very intriguing. He's him and Jerry Porter are two very big body corners, and then Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. He's in that. He's another big corner, 6'2", 200. He's, there, there's some good corners that are going to go off the board. I, but there's, right now, the projections I'm seeing is around like that 12, 15 range is when they start coming off. But there's going to – because teams above are picking – or projected right now for like a lot of defensive linemen, linebackers, um, offensive linemen. A lot of quarterbacks might be going off the board early. There could be – I'm seeing C.J. Stroud, um, Bryce Young – um levis and um anthony richardson out of miami all so all for, quarterbacks all, are going to go to terrible teams and probably have not so good careers because of that yeah yeah they go to houston they're going to go to you know places yeah, like it, it's going to be interesting to see where the players go because the Steelers they need an offensive lineman they need defensive lineman they need a left tackle they need corner these are four of the hot areas and if they can get three of the four in the in the first two rounds that's that's huge, and they but they all need to be starter capable. You know who I'd like to see be starter capable this coming season is Calvin Austin the third. Um, yeah, you know he kind of he had injury issues. We didn't see him at all during last you know this past season, which is a shame. I can't wait to see this guy, and I think Mike, you have to put that into consideration moving forward because we mm-hmm. do we do need some help at receiver. But what are you going to get this out of this guy? You know, is he is this what we're going to have? Is this going to be the issue with him all the time, or is he going to be able to step back in next year and, and play a good football season and, and we'd be happy? Uh, I I hate to label someone injury prone after like one one training camp because they got hurt and it was a bad injury. You know, bad injuries happen to people who have long careers, so hopefully it's just. A freak injury and he's ready to go it looked like he would be ready to go but you know by the time where the season was it was just smart to keep him out um i i just hope he can be that guy but those little those tiny wide receivers man you can't he's not gonna be a slot he's gonna get destroyed over there it's i i don't know i i want them to go out and get another receiver because they have good luck drafting receivers in there and if we have and he comes along and someone else comes along from this draft that's a good option to have more weapons on offense is a good thing to have absolutely and you know him and steven sims in the return game you know what i like at sims yeah he's a good speedy little guy you got him on special teams returning punts kicks and then every once in a while you slip him in for a play you know, and it's one of them things. If the play's successful, you're happy with them, and if it's not successful, you're like, ah, oh, you know. But at the end of the yeah. day, I like Sims. I like his speed, and like he's a guy that you kind of sprinkle about in your game plan, and he he's effective because of that. So, yeah. I do like Steven Sims, Mike. And then also on the defensive side, before we switch up, I do want to say that um, not only Alex Highsmith <laughs> finished six with sacks, Mike, with fourteen and a half, he mm-hmm. also finished with five forced fumbles, which is tied for first in the NFL. Wow. Yes, and also, Mike, and I don't know if I uh, noted it yet, Minka Fitzpatrick finished with six picks for the season. Um, yes, I so, saw that. So, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, our, our, our secondary, man. I, I think we're just like one one good corner away. Yeah, I do too. I think you, you yes, yes, yes. And, uh, and depending on what happens in free agency, hopefully we're able to re-sign uh, Terrell Edmonds. I know a lot and of he people He wants saying, to come back. 
I did yeah, see like, that. Like, yeah. He doesn't need to be great. He's good enough back right. there. He's more than good enough back there. He can play the run. Him and Mika know how to play together. It's, they have good chemistry on the back end. If you get upgrade your cornerback position, that's going to take a lot of pressure off of him. Yes. And he upgrade that front seven. Guess what? That's going to take a lot of pressure off that second. Now, Mike, let me ask you this. Players come and players go and coach it. Brian Flores, does he go somewhere this year to uh, head coach maybe? I mean, you got teams now or spots are already becoming vacant as mm-hmm. of yesterday. Um, do you think Brian Flores goes somewhere else and uh, takes over a team? Or even, I, you know, I, I wouldn't think that he would go somewhere else and be their coordinator. But do you see Flores here or not next year? It's gonna. It's tricky now because you have that you have that lawsuit against the league, and the owners tend to favor the league over their own players and coaches. Right. You know, like it. You know, the whole reason Miami's not having their first pick, I believe, is because of this tanking scandal. Is that what it is? I, I believe so. Don't don't quote me on it, but I'm, I'm going off that fucking. I'm a dumb guy. Hey, I'm gonna say what I want. <laughs> Sounds good That's to me. Right. But like, like, is he still going to be seen as that? You know, kind of toxic because of that. Because he stood up for himself and didn't roll over for the owners in the league, you know, at at a certain point, coach owners, you know, they 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 want to have some of that control over the the owner or uh, over their coaches and to have that you know position of power. And this guy showed he's not afraid to stand up for himself. Yes, you know, so I, it wouldn't surprise me either way. You know, someone someone's gonna think, hey, you know what? Look what this guy did to this helped out with that Steeler defense this year. Absolutely. No, I like to see what you know he he improved in my those Miami teams after yeah. they tanked and everything. He got them some, you know, they they weren't the juggernaut they are now, but a lot of those players came from that from him. So I could I can see a team wanting to take him. I hope they don't. I hope he sticks around on the staff because I, I think him, Tara Austin, and Mike Tomlin turn that help turn figure out the way to turn that defense around the second half of the year. Even though, you know, like we said, they really only had two games where it was like, oh, my God, bad yep. scores. But some of those games, you know, they, you, you, you know, when your offense isn't as good, you got to hold it in. But, you know, they were without T.J. Watt. They had a lot of secondary issues. People, Akila Witherspoon, her and stuff like that. So it's I'd like to see him back. I, I think that latter half of the year, the three, you know, the three coaches that have their hand on the defense it, it improved that unit. For sure. Um, Mike, also, also the AFC championship game will not, will not be at Akershire Stadium if it happens on a neutral, if it so happens to be a neutral site game, like they're talking. Um, For whatever reason, I don't know. I just seen on the news headline this morning that the game will not be at Pittsburgh. So that that's booty cheeks. Yeah. Also, uh, a few other things here, Mike. Now we have the, uh, and I, and I don't want to harp on this because I mean everybody knows, but we have you know like I said we 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 saved the players saved Mike Tomlin's record I think that's awesome. Let's the next thing we work on I, I I don't know whatever we have to do, we have to figure out how to win a playoff game. And here's what I'm saying when I mean when I mean when I say that we were going to play a very good team we were going to play Buffalo if we would have won. <laughs> okay, we have to figure out a way now. Because we beat the Bengals 23-20. We lost to the Bengals 37-30. to We mm-hmm. have to figure out a way to stay in games with these other teams that the Bengals are able to stay yeah. in line with. The Bengals beat the Chiefs twice in a row. The, the Bengals, uh, you know, have this, had a good was going to be a good game yeah. with, the, with Buffalo. I mean, we, we can stay in there and, and beat and stay close enough to the Bengals. We just have to figure out, because if we do go into the lower seed, wow, mm. we're, we're growing and getting better every year then we have to figure out a way to at least stay in them games. We can't go to the playoffs and lose 42 to seven. You just can't do that because then, you you know, for, for many reasons, of course. So we have to figure out that's the next step. Obviously have a good season, get to the playoffs and just figure out how to get, the, we got to get over that hump. There's one, there's a hump. There's definitely a hump. Yeah, we there is how to, how to get over that hump. Then things, you know, could, could start turning for the better for us. Yeah. I think a lot of it, you know, it, it to me, it's like some of the, like in the in years past is like the key players not producing not performing the way they should and like one year like the offense will be firing on all cylinders and the defense you know just can't hold a lead can't stop anyone or the defense is shutting everyone out and the offense couldn't do anything so it's just it's been frustrating but it's 
it's, to me, it's a lot of it's coming down to talent on the roster. They need this team needs a lot of improvement somewhere. I'm sorry, Robert Spillane is playing like just played about every every snap the last two games, and that's fine when you're playing against the Browns and this depleted Bengal or Ravens team. But when you're going up against the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals, he's not the guy for those teams. They need. They need to upgrade. You're right. There, they need to and upgrade you, the secondary offense. They they need to figure out a way to score more than one touchdown a game. Absolutely. Maybe you know they need to start scoring three touchdowns a game. Sometimes four touchdowns a game. Like yesterday was a good sign. Again, I, you don't want to base everything off of yesterday. I mean, it was a yeah. good game where we scored three touchdowns. We win by two touchdowns. I think that was our biggest win of the year. Maybe yeah. the most points we scored all I mean, yeah. except of the 30 that we put up against the Bengals. So, I mean, you can look at this game and, and kind of see things where we are getting better and we could work on. Of course, you're not going to get a good competition with the Browns. Clowney wasn't even there because he had things to say about the team. How <laughs> right is he? was right, though. That's the but, best part. But you know what I'm saying? You, you, yeah. So, um, you could definitely build off of that. Mike, the one problem that I had, along with other people, I guess, a lot of people, the thing that, excuse me, have been brought up was the CPR sack celebration. Was that a little too soon? The CPR sack celebration where they came over to Highsmith after the sack, start pushing on his chest like they were giving him CPR. He jumps I up, they that, celebrate. I, uh, I is think it, that was a spur of the moment. But out of anything they could have did, that, that was kind of distasteful, wouldn't you think? I think it was the spur of the moment. Someone like wasn't thinking. I, I, guess. I, I think that's all it was because I didn't even notice it at the time. Yeah, like uh, yeah, I because you see that celebration all the time. People do that a lot. It just so happened to happen to have a week after what happened on the field. Yeah, I, 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 I think it was just you know they were excited. They saw him there. They did that. weren't weren't thinking. Or I don't think the players. I don't think the players are going to be too upset. I think, you know, a lot of guys know the emotion of the game. Yeah. I think it's going to be more of a media thing. It's going to be more of yeah. a fan thing. I thought they could have went without doing that celebration. Maybe, you know, shot something in the air and took a fine for that or whatever it is that they do. But yeah. the CPR, I thought, was a little too soon. Hey, you know, they're honoring the trainer. Let's go with that. <laughs> so I'm, just, what I'm, I'm trying to find something. I don't know. It, just, it didn't bother me. The guy lives, so it doesn't bother me. Mike, no, if he died, uh, no, no, if, you know, he tragically didn't survive and they did that thing. Yeah, I'll be all that's what the fuck are you thinking? Um, all three Florida teams, all three, three Florida teams to make the playoffs for the first time in a season since 1999. Mike, 24 years since all three Florida teams no, are in the postseason. No. The, the, this state does not deserve anything nice. And you want me it's to bad enough they won, they won Stanley Cups and Super Bowls. They don't need this. They don't need this. Well, let's see how good they do because the, uh, the, Dolphins could barely survive an 11 to 6 win over the Jets. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going in at 8 and 9 as a division champion, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are getting better, but you know what? They're not long run into the playoff better. You got a good quarterback, good things are happening yeah. for you, but this team isn't going to go far in the playoffs because like I said, once you start playing Buffalo, you start playing the Bengals, you start playing Kansas City, teams like Jacksonville will start falling off. Mike, it's just uh, it's interesting, though. It took 24 years for three teams to get into the playoffs from the state. I don't know. That was just kind of an interesting I, I, one for me. Yeah. Ugh, Florida. I, I mm, mm. <laughs> like it all depends, like for the Dolphins, man, is um is Tua going to be healthy and ready to go? Yeah. Because if he's not, I, I have a feeling it's going to be a long day. I know oh, it's going to be a quick. Like, yeah. like Buffalo, you know, you know, they are without Vaughn Miller. They are without Lamar Hamlin. That defense isn't what it was at the beginning of the year. But I think that offense is still. Still imposing. Mike, I'm going to jump yeah. right back over to the bracket. I just have to finish one more headline before we could do that. No, Peyton you... Hillis. Peyton Hillis, the running back who was a Madden cover running back for the Cleveland Browns about a dozen years ago or so. He, Mike, Mike, Peyton Hillis saved his children from drowning yes. in the ocean recently. And uh, he was in critical condition. He's having lung and kidney issues. But um, as far as I know, he is on the road to recovery and is getting That's better. Good. I just wanted to throw that out there. Peyton Hillis, was all, I, I always liked him. But we hope the best for him as well as yes, yeah. Else. I saw that too over the weekend, and it was like, oh man, yes, stay out of the water, guys. Like, because like what two years ago, like a WWE superstar died in the ocean, yeah. just tragically. Um, he wasn't doing anything stupid. Just stay out of the ocean. So we got Mike. Let's do this. Um, let's let's do. We gotta we have to do our final grade of the season. This isn't gonna be for all all season. We're just gonna grade yesterday's game. Okay, all position right. by position. 
Um, quarterback, I thought Kenny did well. I thought Kenny got an A minus. Where are you at with quarterback, Mike? Uh, C plus. He was very, very inaccurate the first three quarters, and then you know last quarter. If you could play, if he could play like that, that fourth quarter, every other quarter like that, I'd be so amped. But there's just a lot of inconsistencies, especially yesterday. I'm going to give him a C plus. But he got right. it done when we needed to, so that, that's, that's always a plus. we have multiple, multiple George Pickens on the field, Mike uh, KP this season was with, uh, with throwing to George Pickens, 38 for 58, 555 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. If we could have a couple more George Pickens out there, yeah. we'd be flying high. Um, all right, so running back. Where are you at with the running backs for yesterday, Mike? Uh, let's go. Let's go B-plus because of that huge fumble from Najee. There was a fumble by Najee, and there was also a fumble that was gained back by the Steelers by Jalen Warren. Mike, I'm also going to give him a B. You got a B plus. Mm-hmm. They get a B from yeah. me. Tight oh, ends. They, they, they ran hard and physical. Uh, tight ends. What can you say? I'm going to go with an A for the tight ends. Yeah. Like they, they played well. Connor Hayward played well. Uh, Fryermuth was hurt. That's very disappointing, but that does not affect the grade. Hopefully, he's okay. We'll be ready to start the season. Where are we at when we're talking wide receivers, Mike? Oh, God. I thought C. one did really great. The other one did really poorly. I, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's like, that's a C, baby. That's a C. I give him a C Yonte well. Johnson. Hey, hey, hey. He finally made it into the end zone, baby. Did you see that two on points, a two-point conversion? You know what? He had another one earlier this year. I was going to mention that earlier in the oh, season. Oh, he did? Thought, okay. you know what? Yeah, he took the yeah. four points, man. Yeah. Big, big dollars. Um, how about the offensive line? Where are they at yesterday for you, Mike? Uh, I think we got sacked once. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. <laughs> we ran the ball well. Yeah, let's go. I would... I'm gonna go with an A minus. They 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 played well. I, I had like no issues with them. Like, yeah, my head against the wall about. All right, let's talk defense. Defensive line, Mike. What do you think uh, the defensive line looked like yesterday? It was an A, for the most part. Let's say yeah, a, a minus. Yeah. A minus. You know, they get, Everybody that was cycling that... in was doing the job. It wasn't yeah. just, you know, it wasn't just Clam, the main Clam guys. finally showed just... up. Clam showed up the tail end of the season. That's nice to see. He got it, got up to his 10 sacks. So people can point at that and say, look, yes. look, look, he had a great season. So that that was good. Larry Ogunjobi was his was very dominant. Um I love I, me some Ogunjobi, man. I, 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 I yeah, yeah. It was... And um, let's see. So also Okay, so I lost it for a second. Yeah, yeah, I'm hitting right now. All right. Um, Mike, linebackers, is there ever going to be a day that Miles Jack, who does lead the team in tackles, could push somebody backwards while making a tackle? Uh, No. No, 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 no. no, But in the middle are just too small for me, Mike. They're getting pushed around. I I like Miles Jack, don't get me wrong. I think we have to make a move on push. But still, as many tackles as he has, Jack, he tends to always get pushed back. He does, and like when Robert Spillane is doing that well, that's an issue for your middle linebacker spot. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go with the C plus for the middle linebackers. What about your outside? You got um, uh, Highsmith with a handful of sacks yesterday. I think Watt got back her a time or so. What do you think about them outside guys <sighs> on yesterday's performance? First half, I, I'd give them like a C. Second half, definitely a B plus. So I'm gonna go with a B minus overall. It's because that that first half, man, they they were letting Deshaun. They were just rushing so wide. TJ was rushing so yeah. wide, just leaving wide open lanes for for him to run. But second half, they 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 tightened it up. D line tightened up. So overall, I'm gonna give the, those guys a B minus on the outside. All right, cornerback Mike. Yesterday, cornerbacks really there was nobody that hurt us. I I don't think. The no. guy that scored the touchdown with that tight end, what's his name? Uh, Ninjoku. He, you know what? He was one of the guys that scored a touchdown last time. He's one of these guys that's going to score. He, he's you know? good. He's good. Um, we did. We did have two. They did have two big plays. Uh, thirty-eight yard pass, thirty-six yard pass. But after that, everything was held under twenty. Um, I don't, like I'm looking at the the numbers here, man. They uh, Cooper two catches, fifty-one yards. Donovan People Jones two catches, forty yards. It, and both of them were off a of big play, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a B plus, B plus. Yeah, the corners was were not bad. They were not bad. Plus, Levi Wallace got an interception. Yeah, um, like I, like I th- Nick Chubbs had 45 yards. That he's a running back. That's I'm sorry, that's your linebackers and safeties, and the Ninjoku 42 yards. That once again your linebackers and your, and your safeties should be covering them. So 
B plus for our corners. I'd like to see a little bit better coverage on those backs and uh, tight ends from our, from uh, that's our safety been... position. Oh, I do God. see a lot of times where, you know, Edmonds does come up for some of that lower coverage, underneath coverge, and he does get burnt, and our linebackers certainly get burnt. Yeah. So I, I'd like to see that get fixed. Hey, I've been screaming about that for 30-some-odd years. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, what do you think about the, the safeties then? I mean. Safeties, I'm going to go overall again, like, like B+. Plus. Okay. B+, plus because, you know, like, once again, you know, they are responsible for tight end a lot, and. Yeah, well, B plus. You know, they were they both of those guys were all over the place. Edmonds and uh, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick's had ten tackles again. That that's really not good for you know up front. You know, Edmonds did have a sack, pass breakup. So you know he, yeah, B plus. Special teams. There was nothing really that hurt us yesterday. No big. We didn't let up no big returns. We didn't get no kicks blocked. We didn't miss any field goals. We had nine points off of uh, the toe off the toe of boss. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, they were they were salt quiet but solid, and that's what you need your special teams to be, solid and quiet, and they were and quiet. Eh. They did have a thirty-five yard return, so let's give them a. Well, that's hard to grade for me to grade special teams A minus. Yeah, yeah, they they didn't do anything bad enough to get a, a bad grade. They didn't do wow, you they didn't do anything to go. Oh, what the fuck! Right. Finally, the coaching. I want to say, Mike, I give this coach coaching job an A. Uh, throughout the year, I know that people complain. I know that I certainly have as well. The the offense, I mean, the coaching, Mike, I thought did well yesterday. Like I said, oh, yeah. they came out, they put up twenty eight points, possibly thirty five if Najee doesn't uh, fumble the ball at the goal mm-hmm. line. You know, uh, th- this close from being the thirty five point game. The defense did what they had to do all season. They did it. Like I said, we're not just going, we're not going on a season. But yesterday, they kept this team to fourteen points, where that's been right around the baseline between fourteen and seventeen points, somewhere in there. We're not letting anybody over that. I thought coaching, Mike, they did a great job. They came out yesterday prepared. This football team came out to play yesterday. The football team came out to win yesterday, and they did all those things. There was no stupid, with the exception of the CPR, in my opinion. With but that, that, yeah, that's on the players. And um, put that up real quick. And P, P, P's jumping in. P has a comment. He says, all I have to say is Tomlin is out. You know what? Obviously, P is joking. I could tell by the, the smiley faces. <laughs> but I tell you what, he did great. I like him. I love him. I'm glad that people are now going to start liking him more. I think um, I, I I have a theory on this. And I'm going to go over it tomorrow because I, I don't really want to get into it today, yeah. Mike. Um, but I, I, I really I'm really enjoying Coach T and what he's doing. And, and like I said, as we move forward, I think he's gonna start getting the respect more than what he has been getting over the past dozen years or so. Uh, again, I'll talk more about that maybe tomorrow. Mike. Uh my coaching grade real quick. I'm gonna go with a with a B plus. B plus. Okay. B plus. I, I, I thought, you know, someone on that staff should have, you know, convinced Tomlin to make the challenge on that Nachi. You know what? That would be the one thing if I. But had I'm not. I'm not. I didn't harp on it like everyone else because, like you and I were talking during the game, they had three other chances to punch it in, and to me, you know, that, that yeah. was like, okay, why, why waste the challenge? Because you never know how these challenges are going to go. Yeah. You know what? If we would have, we would have challenged it, then we would have had a 35 point game. You know who? Yeah. Again, you're right. That's why we 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 grade the way that we do, Mike. We also also have our new schedule. I'm going to run down the teams real quick, and I'm going to get a prediction away early prediction for next season to finals final score and we still have other things we got to do we got to go over the, the playoff bracket we have to go over yeah. our picks mike so for this season our home games our home games are going to be the ravens Bengals, browns jaguars titans cardinals 49ers patriots packers and then on the road we're going to be playing the ravens Bengals, browns texans colts rams seahawks raiders I don't think that this uh, schedule is too intimidating. Like I said, you come off a positive finish, something to build on. Maybe you get uh, some good players in the draft, and you may or may not get a different coordinator. But this schedule certainly is a lot more um, comfortable than than last season. Mm-hmm. And like I said to you earlier, you know, with the exception of the 49ers, the Bengals, and maybe the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, I mean, these games don't scare you. Where's your KC? Uh, Where's your Buffalo? Where's your, you know what I mean? It's not those games. So these games are, are in my eyes, winnable. I'm going to go with, I think they win 10 games next year. 10 games? 10 and 7? Yeah, early prediction, 10 and 7. You know, it's way too early, way too early. 
I'm going to go 11 and six, make the playoffs. Uh, Mike, also, let's drop down to the bracket. I need some predictions. We got this weekend coming up. Lamar Jackson is, is, is strong. There's a strong consideration to have Lamar Jackson starting in the game. We've got Baltimore at Bengals. Baltimore at the Bengals. I think this game is going to be a lot different than the game yesterday um, with Lamar Jackson. However, I still think Cincinnati wins because they're just a better team at this point. Yeah. Plus, Lamar hasn't played in a month. You're gonna get you're gonna get results, but you all might you also might get that Lamar that we see sometimes who gets the uh, yips with the tips of his fingers, loses uh-huh. the ball, drops the ball. Um, who do you like in this game, Mike? Bengals or the Ravens? Early prediction, I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I, I yeah, I that the Baltimore team has not impressed me, and Lamar's gonna come back be rusty as all get out. Miami and Buffalo, the other game, uh, one of the other games, like Miami and Buffalo. Miami, hopefully, Tua, you know, is able to play. If not, they may have to go with a um, an, a, a hurt Teddy Bridgewater, or again Oof. the rookie Skylar Thompson. Buffalo, you know, they they are hard to stop once they get going. I gotta like I like Buffalo in this. I don't think there's any chance of Miami. Yeah, me too. I, I'm liking Buffalo, even though their their defense isn't what it what it was at the beginning of the year. I, I think they just have a, too much firepower. To... The uh, lower lower caliber of the games, but I think this one's a little bit intriguing because of the quarterback play, Mike. The uh, the Chargers versus the Jaguars, L.A. Chargers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're getting to see two young, very talented quarterbacks, yes. Justin Herbert, and then also Trevor Lawrence over in Jacksonville. I, for one, am going to be very interested to watch this game just because of those uh, alone. Who do you like in that game? Uh, I want to go with um, Jacksonville. They're at home. West Coast team haven't come to the East Coast. You know, this late the season, I I think they're gonna. I I, Jaguars I, are gonna pull it off. I like Chargers <laughs> in this. I don't think the travel is gonna hurt them as much. I think the the Chargers are just a little bit better of a team. Jacksonville, like I said, I, I don't count them out moving forward. I think they're gonna be a good team moving mm-hmm. forward. However, this weekend I am gonna take the Chargers. KC, of course, has the bye. Mike, over to the NFC real quick. The Giants at the Vikings. Who do you like here? Uh, Giants. Or, excuse me, Vikings. Vikings. Okay. Um, You know what? I think the Giants are going to win. I just do. It wouldn't surprise me, though. But, I, 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 yeah. But I'm going with the Vikings. The Vikings have been... Uh, incons- I, I, I'm gonna. It's gonna be a fun one. I, I think the Giants pulled us off. Yeah. Uh, Seattle at 49ers. Mike. Seattle kind of overachieved this year. However, this 49er team, I, I don't see them going any less than this. I, I can't see them getting knocked out in the first round with this team that they have. Neither Brock Purdy is gonna pull it out. I like the running back, the guy from um from, from Carolina. Yeah, McCaffrey. This kid, geez, oh man. Um. So you like you like the 49ers in this game? Yeah, I like the 49ers. I do too. Um, Dallas and Tampa Bay, Dallas and Tampa Bay. Mike, this is a Monday night, Monday night playoff game. I've never seen this in my life. They are playing a Monday night playoff game. This one's going to be Dallas at Tampa Bay. Oh God. I have, uh, let's, let's go Dallas. I think that defense is going to be just a bit too much. I, I just, I, I, you know what? Tampa Bay got in by default. Basically. I yes. can't see them winning many games. I think Dallas wins this one on Monday night. And then obviously the team that's sitting and waiting is the Philadelphia Eagles on this side. Who is your Mike? Who is your who is your Super Bowl champion at this moment? Out uh, of these Kansas City. Kansas City? Yeah. I, I know it's cliche to say, but I'm gonna go Kansas City. I know I, I you know what? I, I I'm not I mean, how can you not like them? I'm gonna go Buffalo because I think that they're due. I would like to see a Buffalo Minnesota Super Bowl where both teams will be 0 and 4 going into this, mm. and one of them comes out with their first Super Bowl win. I don't know if the Vikings are going to be the team. I wouldn't mind them because if either one of those two teams win, it wouldn't be a step up on the Steelers in their sixth Super Bowl record, yeah. where other teams might. The San Francisco 49ers could tie. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys could tie. Mm-hmm. Also, um, a team like the Giants, you, you you get one more Super Bowl win, they're sitting at five. So there are some teams that I do not want to see. And then obviously, you know, I don't want to see teams from our division get in there. I don't want to see the Bengals. Yeah. I don't want to see the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a select few teams that I do like, but um, a a Buffalo and a Minnesota Super Bowl would be my ideal Super Bowl. Now, that wouldn't be a bad one. I'd watch that. Absolutely. Um, let's see. So we are then going to hop over Mike. And you know what we're going to do? What are we going to do? Let's hop over here and do these picks real quick. All right. Let's do these picks. Right. Let's see how well I did. Let's see how well you did, Mike. And you know what? I was wrong. You know what? I'm always wrong when I'm trying to figure out that tiebreaker because we're always below it. And, I, and for some reason, I'm thinking we're on, we're above. I, I don't uh-huh. know. 
but here we go. I think it comes down to the tiebreaker. I didn't go over these yet, but I, I think just by going off the top of my head, I think we're going to be tied at the end. All right. All right, Mike. So the Saturday game, uh, the two games that I could care less about were on Saturday. I just wanted to get to Sunday to watch the Steelers. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Raiders 31 to 13. Oh, I, I, I messed that one up. For some reason, you took the Raiders. I don't know what you were thinking. They, the, they're uh, normally good for an upset special. Within the division, you're right. I, I, you, you usually see them getting that one win yeah. late in the season, and then the other one Saturday, Mike, where you and I both took the Jaguars. The Titan uh, Jaguars beat the Titans in the battle of the AFC South. Uh, mm-hmm. Jaguars win twenty to sixteen. Finally, move over to Sunday, Mike. Sunday, Sunday, big day. Uh, the Browns and the Steelers. The Browns, uh, the Steelers win that one, of course, twenty eight fourteen. Mike, for whatever reason, you took Cleveland, so you're down uh, two games to none. No, shut up. <laughs> uh, the next one, Mike, the Ravens Bengals. We both took the Bengals wisely because the Bengals did win 27 to 16. I thought it would be a little bit more of a blowout than that, but you know what? They go at it again next week. It's going to be a fun one to watch. AFC North, good football. Oh, yeah. Um, Vikings Bears. We both take the Vikings in a 29 13. That lets the Bears finish out 0 7 since the trade that the Steelers made with them for Chase Claypool in the draft pick. Uh, they got no better, no better since that point. I, I love it. I love it. Poor Justin Fields. I feel bad for him. Um, the Bills over the Patriots. We both took the Bills 35-23. Here's one that we were head-to-head. I took the Jets. You took the Dolphins. And the Dolphins win that game 11-6. to You might as well call it 9-6. to I mean, that safety at the end was uh, yeah, that was not a- significant to the – No, not at all. So two games to one, Mike. I am up two games to one at this point. Um, the next game, Mike, we both took the Buccaneers over the Falcons. However, the Falcons win 30-17. to 17. Who saw that coming? I think it's hilarious because, like I said, it puts uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers under 500. They're a default team. They won't be in the playoffs long. Thank goodness. Yeah, what, 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 what's them make the playoffs or uh, make it to the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, don't even say that. And then they win with a losing record of fucking love. Um, Panthers at Saints. Uh, you took the Panthers. I took the Saints, and the Panthers won ten to seven. I'm glad I didn't watch this game. I mean, you know, low scoring, low scoring AFC North games are fun. Games like anywhere else, Panthers. That's not fun. It's just bad football. No, Andy Um, Dalton, 171 yards passing. Yeah, (laughs) was this game at night? Uh, and you took the Panthers on that. I did take the Saints, so we yes. are tied up. Knotted up two games apiece, Mike. Um, game four of six that we were head-to-head was the Texans and the Colts. You took the Colts. I took the Texans. And the Texans win 32-31. to I, I think this is why Lovey Smith was fired, because they won and they lost the first overall pick. <laughs> right, you dummy. You dummy. Um, right? I love it. I love it. So that is three to two me. And your other game is coming up here. Let's see. Uh, next is the Cardinals 49ers. We both took the 49ers. Yep. Um, and they won 38 to 13 over the Cardinals. No, no surprise there. No, this one was a bit of a surprise. We both took the Cowboys. However, they lost to Washington 26 to 6. Yes, Sam Howell in his first start in the NFL pulls off the upset. Yeah, that one there, Mike, that Cowboys game right there is the one that makes me really, really interested to watch the Cowboys-Tampa Bay game because if you lose 26-6 to to the um, to Washington, yeah, maybe Tampa Bay will be a good game for you. I don't know. Surprise to me, surprise to most people. Um, oh, Mike, the Rams, Rams at Seahawks. We both took the Seahawks. The Seahawks win 19-16 to over the Rams. Oh, I didn't realize that one went to overtime. It did. What a painful Oof. season for the Super Bowl champs. <laughs> it is, man. But they mortgaged the this year and the next year for this game, and hey, yeah, for that Super Bowl, and they got it. So, Giants yeah. Eagles. We both took Philadelphia. They did beat the Giants twenty two sixteen. Uh, Chargers Broncos. How the hell the Broncos win this football game thirty one twenty eight? We both take the Chargers. And finally, the last one that we had to bet. <laughs> I'm up three to two at this point. You take the Lions. I take the Packers. And the Lions win, Mike. The Lions win the finale. I can't believe it. Believe it. 
So that ties us the... up at three. It ties us up at three. <laughs> no. In fact, someone still Andy Dalton for anything besides commercials baffles me. You me too. Hey man, it's the you Red Rocket. Okay, I can't. I, he's a Red Rocket, all right. I, I I I can't even believe he's in commercials. To be honest with you, I think the guy has zero appeal. You know what I mean? You get these guys that are that are you know they, there's something about him. I mean Patrick Mahomes, the guy's a handsome guy. You put him in all your commercials, you're gonna make money. People are gonna be drawn to that. I can't imagine anybody being drawn to Andy Dalton. I'm just saying. Um, so Mike, we are gonna dig. We uh, the the final of the game yesterday was 28 14. I'm talking about the Steelers and the Browns. That's a total of 42 mm-hmm. points. You went 35. I went 36 which was one point uh, higher, but still not over to 42. Mike, I did end up pulling this one off to finish the season. But that's not, that doesn't really matter because we still have a couple things coming up here where we're going to have a chance to make some more predictions, Mike, before even the end of this show. So you sit Ooh. tight as we get ready to jump back over to a couple other sports things. Mike, we're going on all cylinders today, brother. We're going on all cylinders. Um, One of the big ones, Mike. Uh, let's see, Dalton. Oh, oh. Uh, Cardinals just fired uh, their coach Cliff Kingsbury. He was signed to a con- contract extension ten months ago. Oh man! Wow! The first they really domino. Fell apart. That team. I tell you what, that team really fell apart from what they were supposed to be. Uh, Mike, real quick, I gotta get. In, I gotta get into these. I gotta get into these. All right. Um, of course, the the Pitt Pitt Panther basketball. Mike, they had a big game on Saturday against Clemson. To, to the two undefeated teams in the conference to see who's top. Clemson, Clemson, uh, they they sneak by him, 75-74. Oh. So Pitt's still in the running. However, the uh, the next game, Mike, they, they, they're right back at it tomorrow night. They play Duke. They go to Duke. They go down to Duke to play another conference game. That's tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Watch Pitt get back in this thing. Also, Mike, I just wanted to point out that one of the assistant coaches' names for the Clemson Tigers was Dick Bender. Dick Bender. Great name. With that being said, I do have to hop over, Mike. We're going to go to the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, who also played over the weekend. They were coming off a, uh, this losing streak. Uh, we were talking about them last week, about them falling apart. They get, they get a win last night to get back on the winning side of things. They won 4-1 to one over the Phoenix Coyotes. And they did. 13-21-5 they Phoenix Coyotes. Uh, you know what? You got to take Arizona you Coyotes. Excuse me. Is that what? Yeah. yeah. Um, they broke the streak. They come back tomorrow, tomorrow night at seven o'clock, same time that the pit game's on. So you can flip back and forth between pit and uh, hockey and the Penguins. They play at seven o'clock tomorrow against the Canucks to hopefully uh, extend that winning streak a little bit. And last week, Mike, I spoke uh, real quickly about uh, Sidney Crosby getting his ninth all star team appearance selection, mm-hmm. which is tied with the armor Yager. But the, both of them guys are second to Mary, who had 13. He had 13, Mike. I didn't point that out the other day. I just thought that was cool. Mary Once 13. Again, Mario has everything. And then finally, um, let's see. Now the, the one that we have that's, that's tonight, tonight, Mike, national championship, national championship. You have the TCU Horn Frogs. You have the Georgia Bulldogs. Which one of these teams are going to win? They're going to be in so, what, SoFi Field out in Los Angeles. Two good teams. Um, like I said, TCU knocks out Michigan. Mm-hmm. And um, Georgia beats Ohio State. A lot of points. A lot of points scored last weekend in, in these uh, in the playoff games. This is your chance, Mike. This is your chance to redeem yourself for the day. Who do you like in tonight's championship game? I'm going TCU in a major upset. All right, TCU major upset. I'll take Georgia just to keep it interesting. If you would have took Georgia, I was going to take yeah, TCU. Yeah, right. <laughs> So that's just what that is. Georgia's 13-point favorites, by the way. I, You know what? I just You hope the same team comes out and plays for TCU that came out last week. You don't want them to see – you don't want to see a team that, you know, the the you don't want that to be the the, the confident uh-huh. team and then a team that comes out that's just not as ready. I want to yeah. see that same exact team that played against Michigan tonight. So that is tonight, everybody. National championship. You don't want to miss that. We will be talking about that a little bit more tomorrow. Um, my couple quick things, um, non-sports related. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to that. We had so much fun with sports today. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about our website? TwoDummyInzers.com, the number two, D-U-M-Y-I-N-Z-E-R-S.com. You head on over there. It's a one-stop shop for everything Two Dummy Inzers. We have links to YouTube and Spotify, the two main platforms for our show. And there's links to Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagrams. Merchandise store, everything at 2 
there you go everybody go check that out awesome job as always michael um we are on every day live between 11 and 12 a.m to 12 11 and 12 p.m five days a week and the show that we do that day gets uploaded that same day at eight o'clock in the evening. Mm-hmm. So if you just want to listen to the show, you could go over to Spotify at eight o'clock just to listen to the show. And we also have a, a pretty nice catalog over there. You could go through all the older shows and you know maybe find something you like there as well. Uh, Mike, it's Monday. We got the we got the playoffs ready. We got national championship. Uh-huh. Penguins are back on track. Pitt's looking. Got we're, it's it's going to be a big week, man. We got a lot of stuff going on. We're going to keep coming hard at you. Yes, coming cool hard. Tip. We are coming hard. Like Dick Bender for the uh, Clemson <laughs> Tigers. Um, Mike, do you have anything before we take off for today, brother? Uh, I'm looking forward to playoff weekend, baby. I can't wait. Yeah, me too, Mike. A lot going on here. I, it's going to be a lot of buildup. I can't wait to see if Lamar comes back to play in this game. They, they're, they're all going to be great games. I really do believe so. But everybody, like I said, Tonight, tonight, we do have the national championship. Check that out. Tomorrow, we'll be talking more about that. Mike takes the Horn Frogs. I got the Bulldogs. And we will uh, see how that plays out. But, hey, everybody, we do want to thank you for checking us out. P, we do always always appreciate you and your comments. Yes, we do. And, um, and everybody from the Two Dumb Ginzer world, I'm Ryan. He's Mike. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya. <laughs> no, 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 no.